0: Blog talk Radio. Welcome to episode 90 of Thyroid Nation Radio live talk show and podcast. I'm Dana Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com.
1: And I'm Tiffany Maladnich of GratefulGarden.biz and MendingMedicine.com.
0: And we giggle a lot and that's just our personality. <laughs> um, I was reading a few of the comments on our, on our uh, iTunes reviews and it says that they giggle, but you know what? <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather be gigglers than monotone the whole time, so we're going to stick with the giggling. I can't help it. Uh, we can't okay. help it. Okay. No. So, today we are talking with the one and only Dr. Kent Holtor for the second time about the current no. state of our healthcare system, as well as health conditions that are associated with low thyroid, and there are many, and it is scary. So
1: can't wait to talk to him. I'm super excited. If you've missed any of the Thyroid Nation radio podcasts, you can very easily download and listen to them at your leisure. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, we're all over the place. And um, just wonderful listening. We have all kinds of topics that we've covered. So very easy to access and, and listen to your leisure if you miss them.
0: And I have started, uh, long awaited, the individual episode um, article blog post. So for um, not all of the shows yet, but most of the important shows will have their own um, player and their own page and their own article. So you can go back to each show and uh, kind of listen and see what uh, what we have to say. But it'll be easy and in a nice format, and I'll have the archives set up here pretty soon, too. So I'm rocking and rolling. I'm doing what I can do. Awesome. Yep. All right. Kent Holtorf. <laughs> M.D. is the medical director of the Holtorf Medical Group and the nationwide Holtorf Medical Group affiliate centers. He is also founder and director of the nonprofit National Academy of Hypothyroidism (NAH), which is dedicated to the dissemination of new information to doctors and patients on the diagnosis and treatment of hypothyroidism. He has helped to demonstrate that much of the long-held dogma in endocrinology is inaccurate. <laughs> yes. Dr. Holtorp has, mm-hmm. published, has published a number of peer-reviewed endocrine reviews, including um, on the safety and efficiency of bioidentical hormones, inaccuracy of standard thyroid testing, testosterone replacement for men and women, the diagnosis and treatment of growth hormone deficiency, and on the diagnosis and treatment of adrenal dysfunction and chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Wow, that's a mouthful. Woo. He has been featured... Um, <laughs> as a guest on numerous TV shows, CNBC, ABC, CNN, Extra TV, Discovery Health, Learning Channel, Today Show. He's everywhere. We're everywhere. Amazing. And we are so excited to have him with us today, um, talking to us again on Thyroid on, uh, Nation Radio. I was going to say Log Talk Radio. I don't even know what that means. Okay. On Thyroid Nation Radio. <laughs> <laughs> See? We giggle.
1: Oh. We giggle. Oh, We do. Laughter is very important. To help. We should do it a is. show on that. It, it is, is. And we should. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for your giggling and making me giggle, honestly.
0: Me too. I mean, who wants Super to be vernacular and just Bob the whole time? Not me. So we're not going to be. <laughs> we should That's be where I called started. The... Drinking,
1: college, drinking coffee it was a two hour biology college? lecture 8 o'clock in the oh. morning. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to make it through this one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
0: And I've got my Brain Awake right
1: here. I know. You know what? I have a whole list of inhalers over here. Actually, I do,
0: too. In case I um, get into
1: a sneezing fit or something.
0: I've got our tester of our new uh, inhaler that we'll be rolling out pretty soon called Brain Chill. I've got a couple of other ones, and I've got some um, ChapStick. (laughs) And so it's all confusing because they're all sitting right up here (laughs)
1: Please don't stick the chapstick up your nose, okay? I'm, gonna. I'm just saying. I'm going to try. <laughs> Dr. Holtorf, where are you? <laughs> you know, he's got some awesome um, blogging on. Libido is a big subject right now. Yay! Yes. People are finally talking about it. How long have I been asking for that? <gasps> Let's talk some libido and how it just absolutely gets flatlined. <laughs> With thyroid disease Dr. Brighton's talking about it Dr. Holtorf's talking about it We just need to talk more sex I know it's uncomfortable But we need some help We need some help
2: We do I hate
1: to be blunt about it but So I'm glad everyone's talking about it
2: Did you see I understand that uh, Facebook is being naughty
1: though Yeah, I did yeah. Do you see that? She tagged us in that. Evidently Facebook is, is withholding some medical postings regarding uh libido. Evidently it's a subject that they don't want discussed even though it's medical. And just poo, that's all I had to say to that. You know? Come on. Facebook right. needs to, to reinvent a few things. They're they're getting a little sticky on stuff. I posted the the uh blog talk this morning with Doctor Holtorf and they removed it.
0: No on
1: on mending medicine, yeah. No, they didn't. Isn't that kooky? They did too. Maybe it's because Uh, I deleted it and
0: started over. My my fault.
1: Did you? Okay, then that's it. So we can't blame them on Facebook, right?
0: No, no, we can't blame them Um, on Facebook.
1: But it stayed on Grateful Garden, sharing off mending medicine. Who knows? Um, Yeah. Who knows, Dr. Holtorf? Where
0: are you? Well, he is a busy man. We do have to give he him that. He is a very it's, busy man. Yeah, he's um, he's actively practicing, and uh, so he's probably like in the throes of, you know, oh, my gosh, I've got to be somewhere. So he, Oh, you he's know, probably- let's talk
1: about that for a second. You know, we, we all want to badger our physicians on just really falling below the gun, but, you know, they, they carry a lot. I was reading um, on suicide rate for physicians is at an all-time high right now. And, um, you know, we expect them to be understanding of us not feeling well and everything. And, and, you know, we need to cut them some slack. It's just a human courtesy. I think anyone who's ever worked with physicians probably understands a little bit better their completely harried schedules and patient rounds and and the fact that they're dealing with life and death, uh, you know, on a daily basis. So. We do need to cut them some slack a little bit and, and be courteous and and all that good stuff. And when we really need to demand for things, we need to demand politely. Right? Yes, we do. We do.
0: And, you uh, don't need
1: to draw this, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need to take this, this uh, blood test for me. Pretty please with sugar on top. And if not, I've got a whole thing for you to sign right here that says you will not.
1: Exactly right, but the smile on your face and you know mm-hmm. presentation mm-hmm. is nine tenths of the battle. That is my experience, mm-hmm. and um well presented and well collected they will they will usually do it nine times out of ten. They may want to rule out a few things first and maybe do it in a series of things, which is which is fairly reasonable. You know it's not like we can go in and hand them you know twenty five or thirty tests and expect them to run it all at once. They will often have to rule out things in a series of, of things, and that is understandable. So, The,
0: if, thing, is, um, the thing is that's frustrating is that mainstream <clears throat> endocrinologists, um, you know, we have had some amazing doctors on here that are outside of the box and outside of that realm, but the mainstream endocrinologists out there haven't been taught. You know, they've been taught certain things, and, you know, they have their, what, 10 or 15 minutes, 10 minutes with each patient, and I the medical know. model we have right now it's set in place is just, it's not really working for us. So I think, I think Dr. Holtorf is, is one of the ones that's trying to educate doctors and mm-hmm. patients. But mm-hmm. hopefully, doctors, first and foremost, you know, that they need to try to, you know, be thinking outside the box. But I do understand people are really frustrated with doctors. But those are the doctors that, that don't know. So at the same time, you can be frustrated, maybe a little education, a little help. Or, you know, if you've got to fire your doctor, you don't have to say you're fired like, you know, former uh, reality TV star, Donald Trump. You don't have to say you're fired. <laughs> current you're president. fired. Get out. <laughs> but you can say, look, you know, I'm going to have to find someone else because I've been educating myself on all these things. And I, I would really like some you help on it. If you're it. not going to be the one, then I'm going to have to go somewhere else. Right. So right. Um, but it is frustrating. And we totally get that when we get both sides. We have you know doctors we love. And then at the same time, we can't blame those who, who don't really know. Any different? Weren't trained in that, so. But oh we boy, can teach them. Yes, we, we can teach them. We can teach them. We can have Doctor Holder teach them all. <laughs> That's
1: right. Good point. <laughs> uh, all right, there he is. Thyroid Nation thriving. Danny, you're going to have to click him in.
2: Yep. Hello. Hi. Good
1: morning.
2: Hello. Am I here? Yep. You're here. Can you, can you hear it? us? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> How, How are you? Morning. How are you? All right. Been very good. Very good.
1: Not to be on <laughs> busy, the show again.
2: Busy, uh, yes, yeah, thank you London so much. much. Heading to Dubai next week. I'm going to give a talk to doctors out there. So, um, never been there. So, kind of excited about that. That
1: is super oh, wow. exciting. What are, what are you talking about? Can you, can you share that with us, what you're going to talk about with them?
2: Yeah, mostly peptides. And ah. this is the new way that we're realizing that the body is controlled. Do you think of hormones? Well, peptides control the hormones. And there are certain peptides that you can basically for weight loss, some that will actually allow you to live 25% longer and 80 and get 80% less cancers. And there's study wow. after study after study on these things and they're not new. They've been around forever, but they've all been Russian. They've all been written in Russian and, uh, peptides. and they're, just peptides. Wow. they're just like one or two amino acids, maybe 37 amino acids. Um, and, uh, so it's just the exciting things, and our sickest patients, our Lyme patients, chronic fatigue syndrome patients, fibromyalgia um, are using they're uh, immune modulators. Great for boosting immunity, killing cancer, and so this is just the biggest forefront I think right now in medicine. Wow, that is
1: super exciting, right? Yeah. Way over our head, but super exciting. <laughs> That's why we're going to do that. So is it is it testing? I mean, um what what tells a doctor, you know, what to do and I mean is that something that's that's that you can put in layman's terms and, and
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's say so when as uh, as you gain weight, your body makes myostatin and that keeps your body from uh losing from losing too much weight or gaining too much lean muscle. Or as you get older and you work out, the body secretes that so you don't lose weight and you don't get lean muscle. You're like, damn, I can't take this weight off. Well, you give us a peptide that blocks the blocker. So now you don't have any myostatin blocker around. That's keeping you from losing weight like you did when you were younger. Um, Things like that. There's a lot of healing hormones that really stimulate healing and the good side of the immune system. Very, very safe um, we have a a number of them for yeah just basically healing lowering inflammation. Uh, we're working on a couple antimicrobial peptides they're killing things like Lyme disease and babesia that other antibiotics aren't touching, so they really kind of optimize the immune system. The difference is that like hormones are kind of long term uh, They're slow on, slow off. Uh, The peptides are quick first, short on, short off, much safer. But we're we're harnessing the power of these peptides that um, uh, allow us to just do really some dramatic things.
1: Well, so I hear um, a lot of that myostatin in hypothyroidism, correct? Is that why women hold on to the weight and the
2: body just refuses to give it up. Yeah. And that's one of the things you have with hypothyroidism. The body will secrete more myostatin. Now it says, Hey, I want to store the weight. And you're like, thanks. <laughs> you know? Um, right. So it's just another little gift of hypothyroidism. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can I, can I kind of like reel you backwards and I apologize, but Okay, so the body does this on purpose. So, what do you say to the people that say, Well, Dr. Holtorf, the body's doing this on purpose and we're trying to, to trump it? What do you say to that? Is it, or do you say um, anything to that, or do you just tell them, Well, go ahead and continue holding weight?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically it. <laughs> Yeah, people say, well, do this. It's natural. It's natural you, for you to get sick, to get autoimmune disease, to get all these degenerative diseases, to get Alzheimer's and cancer. Okay, don't do anything. You know, our <laughs> job is to intervene and not have you get those. So if you want to say it's the world, the God, it's God's plan, don't do anything.
1: <laughs> Perfect. I love that. So are these peptides, are they supplements? Is it...
2: Um, No, that's that's the interesting thing. They're just tiny. Just think of amino acids like, you know, you get whey protein. They're giant peptides that create proteins. And so there's a little bit of it in there. There's a little bit there, you know. Uh, So regulating has been an issue. So what do you call them? Can you call them a med? They're in the body. We're eating them every day, you know, tiny, tiny doses. Right, but so so we'll see. Once they kind of get popular, I think that's when the problems going to be. But um, for for right now, they are uh, being. Most doctors are just using them as a prescription, not to try to poke the FDA bear too much.
1: Right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that sounds huge for hypothyroidism. Lyme. Can we include Epstein Barr in that?
2: Oh, oh yeah, they um. Like one, actually, one peptide is approved as a drug in every other country except the United States, as a <laughs> as a um, broad spectrum antiviral um, and immune modulator. It, usually, when you get sick, you get two sides to your immune system. You get TH1 and you get TH2. TH1 gets stuff inside the cell. TH2 gets stuff outside the cell. Normally, those those when you're healthy, those are balanced. The sicker you get, the more stress, the more allergies, um, the more inflammation, the more chronic infections, the more autoimmune diseases. Your body shifts into basically a Th1 to Th2 shift. So you now have an immunity that Th1 is too low and you can't fight intracellular infections, but Th2 is too high and revved up and causing inflammation, achy joints, weight gain, lowers your thyroid all these things where I just feel terrible, but you can't fight that intracellular infection and get away and and, and and basically kill it. It's inside the cell and it's going, I'm happy. So, what these peptides do is just bring the good immune system back and lower that bad immune system.
1: That sounds, they uh, sound remarkable. amazing. So, right. I, I always love asking you because you you speak your voice and we absolutely love that about you. So, legal in in every other approved in every other country what's the deal here in the u.s what is their big hang-up
2: oh there's so many medications like that it's it's incredible i was going to uh, belgium to get to get it i don't know 20 years ago um and you just you can't believe it i mean exceedingly safe and people have been using it but united states i, I, I lecture to doctors and i show them all these studies i mean I have you know hundreds and hundreds of studies, and, and they look at me and they go, "Why haven't I heard of this before?" <laughs> I'm like, "Hello, you're in the U.S Yeah, because, because they, they're not on patent, uh, so no big drug company's going to take them, and that's, that's what you get.: Wow, that's crazy.
1: I mean, you, you just you hear stuff like this, and it just it just absolutely baffles me. You know, like I remember when we were talking to Lorraine Cleaver and she said that she couldn't get T3, desiccated thyroid, or even B12 over there. And I thought, my God, <laughs> yeah, I would have no life without those. <laughs> you
2: and know, just... and, it's, great, and it's, it's great for like Hashimoto's and Graves' disease. Now we're finding with someone with Hashimoto's or Graves' disease, it is a chronic infection that sets off autoimmunity 90% of the time, and the other wow. 10%, you just can't find it, But and so it's great that, so that you get your infection, uh, or is your immune system low before you get the infection, kind of chicken or the egg, but it really drives, because they're intracellular, they basically drive the immune system to the side that doesn't kill them, so now the, the TH1, intracellular uh, immunity is so low, they can stick around and have a party. TH2 is too high is wrecking your body and causing all these symptoms. Hey, they're happy. They're living good inside the cell. So you give this medication, which is not the only one that does those things, you know, things like low-dose naltrexone, even eating different can make a difference, Um, IV gamma globulin, uh, thymus extract, which has some of the thymic proteins in there. I mean, there's so many ways to try to boost that immune system back. Even getting rid of the allergies and and triggers will help, but sometimes need a lot more. Right. So, so it's a survival mechanism for these infections.
1: Wow, you know, that's I'm just in a perpetual flower field moment since you started with us here today. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because this is incredible. It's amazing. That is amazing. So when people go to their go to their docs, Dr. Holtorf, I mean obviously we would love for everybody to be able to see you and and other physicians that are just really comprehensive and want people to heal. How do patients even start this conversation with their their own physicians? Is that is that possible or are we talking about things that are on that, you know, breaking edge or
2: Yeah, I I think it's very difficult for a a patient to approach a doctor, you know, it's their world. (laughs) On a peptide, right? They'd be like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, and say, "Um, would you mind? I've read this. Grabs a paper. (laughs) Stop reading the internet. They love it when we do that. (laughs) (laughs) If a a doctor admonishes you for reading, watching the internet, just walk out of the office, you know? Right. Dr. Google, I think they call it now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that that if you think Dr. Google knows more than I do, then then leave my office. If you find a doctor like that, run. Right. And so right. what, what we're doing is we had at one point set up 22 centers that treated thyroid across the country, and we're just about to launch a network of physicians that are properly trained and that can hand easily handle this sort of thing.
0: So that Ooh. will be
2: in March. And so we should get, you know, a couple hundred doctors around the area that will be able to do it in an economical sense and basically tell you, uh, hey, what's wrong? Actually, you will have, I'm doing a seminar in April. Basically what it is, it's a, it's a training program for physician, excuse me, for, for patients. Mm-hmm. Um, like saying how, can so you do your blood work. We're going to go through all the steps, the basics of thyroid, you know, what to look for, what things that they uh, affect, what are your symptoms, look at your blood work, and you'll go, damn, I'm freaking low. Why is that doctor told me I was fine? And so, well, well, you're really going to be your best advocate. And you have this piece of paper now and the knowledge, and you can choose the doctor that you know is going to be good or bad. So, that's the multi-million-dollar I mean. question. Yeah, we're finding we're, we're that you know patients have to put this, uh, you know, this burden on their shoulders and and really make them number one and not listen to this doctor that used to be this oh, that's my doctor, but you know nowadays there's a lot of financial incentives and and you ask five doctors, you get six different opinions and. Um, so we'll explain it exactly, you know how we we uh, teach a doctor. But actually, I say we, we kind of dumb it down. But when we give we give the same talk, we give we dumb it down for uh, for the doctors. Uh, so that the patients get it much easier.
1: Right. Quick question for you. This 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 amazing list that's coming out in March. Uh, list of physicians, you said correct that that would be able to participate in the peptide discussion and and all that and treatment.
2: Yeah, was that yep. did it'll I understand little, you right there? A couple, a couple months, there'll be a couple months after that. But but okay. by the time we fix our program, there'll be doctors. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Now, uh,
1: when that list gets presented, just for people that are listening. Um, Most of those physicians will or will not, and and my my guess is going to be will not, participate in any type of insurance because, of course, you're going way outside what what the AMA wants you to hang on to. (laughs)
2: But um, is that correct? Uh, Most likely, yes. But we're having some programs set up uh, packages where to get um, the basic labs that we need for, like, I think it was $122 for everything. Um, wow, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing, if, yeah. If, if you can go through insurance, just go through insurance. So we, we're going to have a couple options up there. That Oh, perfect. Can, yeah, yeah. And so I think it's a good investment, uh, not very expensive, uh, to just really uh, learn exactly what's wrong with you and be able to defend that to some unknowing doctor. And say, look, you're wrong. Here's this study, this study, this study. Well, I give a little, a little paper. Let's hand this to your doctor, you know. Um, right. And, and you, you know your body better than anyone and should be able to know why it's, you're having these certain symptoms. You can't get up in the morning. You're freezing cold. Fatigue. You're depressed. PMS, you know, one the number of studies came out replicated, found that the majority of women with PMS, it's a thyroid problem. You know, huh. and uh, and it's I'm crazy, coming, doctors.
1: I'm coming to the conclusion, Doctor Holtorf, <laughs> that pretty much everything <laughs> is a thyroid it's problem. Gonna, <laughs> me too.
0: It's all connected.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: my God. Yeah.
1: That sounds terrible, but it just feels like that, you know.
2: Yeah, it, it, <clears throat> it is amazing the things that that clear up, and then there's a couple tasks we'll do um, that will say you're not feeling quite as good that we can do to see if there's something else going on, which we can test pretty easily and you serve as a marker to say, hey, there's that immune dysfunction and we may need to start looking deeper. Like uh, the people with chronic disease syndrome, fibromyalgia, Lyme disease, which is unfortunately exploding in this country. And mm, they're is. all no-thyloids. Yeah, and so if anyone is on uh, has Lyme being treated, um, uh, make sure they you know, make sure you're on thyroid because again the studies show, no matter you know, your blood test is normal, but because of this chronic infection, it's going to basically express the TSH. The TSH is going to be low, so they're going to say you're oh your thyroid's fine. No, it's not, and we'll show you how to differentiate that in a patient. Um and be able to say, Hey, I need thyroid. Sometimes that's the missing part. They're on, you know, all these antibiotics, they've been on years of antibiotics and all these different treatments and and basically fix the thyroid, boom, they're a new person.
1: That was me with uh, Epstein Barr, the thyroid medication, you know, helped me function, you know, and I was grateful for it and then when the flare was gone then I was able to taper back quite a bit on my on my thyroid medication. but Of course, you know, with the Hashimoto's, I'm still on it, but uh, came back quite a bit. And I was grateful to my physician that that um, was working with me with that, with Epstein-Barr. It was, my thyroid medication made me function.
2: Yeah. And, and so usually with a chronic infection, we can find the most likely culprit or culprit of the chronic infection that's causing that Hashimoto's. And go after that for a period of time and knock that down, and then the Hashimoto's goes away.
1: <sighs> so, give us some of the top things that you see. I know you mentioned, you know, Lyme disease, but what are what are some of the top conditions? I, it's usually not just one, correct, Doctor Holtorf, that that you see associated with low thyroid.
2: Yeah, well, I usually see now is uh, they come in with a. Uh, you know, four inch thick uh, chart and then their partner wheels in about another eight volumes. But, um, and and then we got to go try to figure that out. But um, yeah, usually I'm seeing, you know, kind of multi-system disease where people have, and it's so ridiculous. The doctor gives them, Oh, I have 47 diagnoses, you know? Okay. Would you, do you think that makes sense or you have one single diagnosis? You know, That's depressing. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, we get these people better and they're like, Oh my god, like no one just looks at this. It's it's just, you know, so many things become political in in medicine. You know, this whole thing, you know, is there Lyme, is there no Lyme? Uh, you know, see that with 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 the whole uh, politicalness of thyroid and I'm like, let's just have a, a fair debate and let's talk about it. No, you're the enemy, you know. We're not going to talk to you. It's it's just crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, we need more medical discussion that we can actually just, you know, grieve our differences. Here's our, our proof. Here's your proof, uh, what you do have. <laughs> but it's uh, just funny uh, how that works. So much emotion, so much financial pressure uh, on it. And people tend to – you can – you can make pimp, uh, people weigh the truth with a little cash, unfortunately. Okay,
0: all of this is just um, really kind of big, so I just need to sit here and process it, Dr. Holtorp. <laughs> just, just give me, you know, like just let, let us have our flower field moment because all, everything you said is so cutting edge and so exciting uh, for patients. I'm just, I'm in this la-la land of happiness. Because, you know, the peptides is, you know, of course, you know, cutting edge and, and this new program that you have coming out and just the education that you're providing for, you know, patients and doctors, it's it's exciting. Makes me happy. Affordable
2: education. Affordable. Yeah. Just want to throw that yeah. in there. <laughs> I'm mostly speaking around the country and the world about the peptides now, just kind of a, a new thing and just some kind of fun peptides they have. They have uh, PT-141, which... It will, it causes um, sexual arousal. Um, you get a little tan, you lose weight. <laughs> and I haven't seen it not work yet. Uh, in a man, it works also in women. There's melanotan, which makes you, we call it our spring break peptide, it makes you tan, lose weight, and increase libido. Interesting. So it's called Wonder Pill.
1: That sounds like a little bit uh, does something with the liver. It, yes, no.
2: Yeah, no. It, it's a melanocyte uh, stimulating hormone analog. Uh, there's a bunch of peptides that boost growth hormone. There's thymosin alpha one, which boosts that TH side of the immunity, which everyone's low, and lowers the TH2 side. So it's perfect for cancers, chronic infections, you know, inflammation. Wow, well, so BPC- these are very specific. They're specific. Yeah, they peptides. peptides tend to be more specific than hormones, which is why one oh. reason why um, BPC-157, very anti-inflammatory. Uh, you can put it, like, cut a nerve or cut a uh, tendon. Treat it with that. It heals in, like, one-fifth the time. Um and uh, people, uh, cosmetic places are putting it in their creams and gels, like after, or after um, uh, uh face that, yeah. things, they're putting it on, and it makes their, the surgeon look great because it heals so well and so quickly. Um, now, wow. amazing one is epithallion. Now, have you have you heard of telomere? Yes, I have. Where telomere are basically caps on the um, chromosomes, and every time the cell divides, you basically lose part of that um, telomere. So there's only a certain amount of times a cell can divide and then it dies. So that's 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 when we age. We're getting all these old telomeres that can't divide. So this substance actually elongates telomeres. And there were a bunch of uh, animal studies pretty consistently showing that they live twenty five percent longer. And had about 80% reduction in cancer. And they did it in men and women aged 65 to 69. And they found the same thing, 25% lower mortality, no matter how you sliced it and looked at it. And about an 80% reduction in cardiovascular disease and cancer. And they can function much better, better quality of life. So I think we're on the brink of a lot of kind of new, exciting that things. sounds like it.
1: So are people on, you know, uh, your patients, clients, are they on usually more than one peptide? It sounds like, you know, because they're so specific or?
2: Yeah, yeah, you, you can certainly use a number of peptides, yeah.
1: All right. Now, where do these get derived from? I'm I'm so sorry, I'm just terribly nosy. Do they get derived yeah, from something specific usually or?
2: Um, well, they used to be derived from, like, uh, they take some peptides out of, let's say, thymus. We know there's thymic proteins in the thymus, grind them up, and then you get a thyroid extract. Now, the way the technology is, is they, they find out what, what genes and what peptides they are. So they're very short. So that makes them very easy to replicate. Then they replicate them in the lab. So now they're a synthetic peptide. But they're bioidentical, meaning that that's the same as what your body uh, makes, so your body wouldn't know the difference. Interesting.
1: No, no, I'm just—I'm so sorry. Well, so would these replace? Would this peptide be something that would replace thyroid medication in the future?
2: Uh, no, we're 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 not there difference. yet. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, but the more theory the is sp- there, correct? Yeah, and, and we're finding in that with so many thyroid disorders, and you know people expect to get, okay, you know thyroid, take this, you're gonna feel great, and that it does happen a lot, but sometimes there's something else going on, and there's some markers that we can actually do to see is hey, is there some inflammation going on, like you can do um, humans trans uh, human transforming growth uh, factor beta, is a good one, or C4A, and that kind of – and also natural killer cell function, which is a TH1. The other two are TH2. So if you have high TH2, low TH1, we know thyroid will oftentimes help, but it may not be the end of end all for you. So we're trying to figure out where in our – in our uh, Uh, documentary and our lecture series, you know, where do we tell people they can give the option to, to do these tests and say, Hey, I'm not feeling quite as good as I thought I would. Okay. Try these two tests. And then that can send us down a little different road. Wow. That is very cool. You know, bang for your buck, you know, with thyroid, you look at the safety and you look at, okay, what's the harm you go slow you uh, and if you were to get a little bit of too much thyroid, you'll know. There really is it, it really is safe.
1: Hmm, that is very cool. Well, yeah, because I know a lot of people that you know whose thyroid is really very optimized, and you know everything's great, but they're still their libido is just not present, or that creativity that they normal ha- normally had, or um, you know that's just
2: just not. Not back yet. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the new research is, and I published on this, is that there's a, a problem as we get older with thyroid transport. So the thyroid, like the T4, we used to think that T4, you know, TSH makes the, uh, producing the brain, tells the thyroid to discrete T4 and maybe a little T3. But in general, T4 then goes into the thyroid cell um, and converts to T3. And that is the majority of the thyroid that has the energy. Uh, And then that leaks out as T3 in, in the serum. And then also T3 goes through the cell and, you know, basically attaches to the nuclear receptor to have an effect. We're finding with so many illnesses and conditions, the transporters don't transport those thyroids very well except for the pituitary, the whole key, the pituitary is different than everywhere in the body. Mm-hmm. If you basically uh, have low energy from whatever condition diabetes, chronic infection, um, you know, even just pain is shown to, to lower these mitochondrial functions, the T4 has a hard time getting in the cell. So what happens, the T4 backs up, and goes into the serum. So the T4 levels are high. Now the Mm -hmm. pituitary, when you have low energy states, let's say diabetes, you'll have a high T4 um, with a a low normal TSH and a low normal T3 because it can't get in the cell as well either. So doctors will say, oh, you're you're high normal thyroid when it's exactly showing low thyroid. And this is totally true with diabetic. I mean, excuse me, with, with depressed patients. And all these studies have found, for instance, the STAR report. The STAR report uh, was the largest study ever done on antidepressants, and they compared all the antidepressants, including T3. And what they found is that T3 was more effective than the as an antidepressant than the antidepressants with less side effects. The only problem is, it didn't it, it didn't get listed in the in the conclusion because oh. they didn't pay they didn't pay for their part of the study. <laughs> yeah. And we love that you that
1: was something that stuck with me when we very right. first talked to you that there were you know so many people that had gotten significantly better you know with fibromyalgia, and you had mentioned the star report and the depression study and I just absolutely stuck it's stuck in my head like uh, that's amazing I mean and yeah, I don't know why they...
2: go ahead sorry and, and you would think like okay it's the biggest study ever done on antidepressants they next week all the all these psychiatrists are going to be using T3 you did but but not many um, so it is it, very strange the um, uh, another one there's one uh, study they had a hundred and it was 39 bipolar patients. They didn't respond to any medication. They all tried at least 14 different medications without any difference. They said, well, what the heck, let's just try them all on thyroid therapy, regardless of, the, of their initial thyroid test, um, and put them on uh, increasing doses of T3. 80% responded with 30% total resolution of symptoms. Wow. That's off the
0: chart.
1: That's off yeah. the chart. You know, I think about that all the time. I, you know, you hear of so many people. My, my favorite one is uh, infertility clinics that don't even test the thyroid at all. You know, mental health disorders, fibromyalgia, all of these different things, and the thyroid never, ever gets
2: looked at in depth. It just absolutely boggles me. It, it is it's for small changes in your thyroid fertility can just plummet. and you're and people are spending a lot of money on on these fertility treatments It's very emotional, and for them not to optimize the thyroid, I think is you know I don't want to say my first word of came to mind is criminal, but I don't want to say that, but it's it's <laughs> pretty blow pretty much missing it um and also the studies are showing that the mother's thyroid level correlates with the baby's intelligence and uh, ability to develop. So you really want to find basically a pre-pregnancy optimization clinic. Get your thyroid checked before uh, you're going to get pregnant. Uh, you know, check and see if you're hypercoagulable because we find a lot of women lose babies They have a a few genes that make them clot very easily. Uh, And just knowing that, there's things that certainly can be done to prevent that from happening.
1: (sighs) That one hits home on me.
0: (laughs) And it makes me want to just, you know, shake shake some people and yell at them. (laughs) I know that doesn't sound right, but I mean or shout it from the rooftops or the mountaintops because there's so many people suffering and so many people, like you said, you know, going through this process and it's very emotional you know, as far as having babies and once they do have babies. I mean, it, it it seems so simple when you say it that everybody should be doing it and nobody, you know, not everybody is. It's just, it's kind of infuriating in a way.
1: Well, and even for people that didn't know, you know, like me when I got with my son the help syndrome and then, you know, five years later they're trying to track all this medical information on me and, and my son. And then you find out that, you know, um, are you guys still there? I'm here. Oh, okay. Is Dr. Okay. Um, my phone is beeping, anyways. Uh, you find out later that, you know, Hashimoto antibodies uh, play a role in, you know, that was shown in association with um, the HELP syndrome. And, you know, even me being born to my mom. You know, of course, that was 1969, but I don't think thyroid was a big thing. But my mom had a massive thyroid problem, and I had many health issues from from birth. And um, you know, I wasn't really much of a subject back then. But yeah, it just makes me want to grab a megaphone and go. You know, if you're you know getting pregnant, you got to make sure. You know, Dr. Brighton talks about six months minimum. Get things tested. Make sure the body is prepared and and ready to, to, to house and grow this amazing creature. And uh, what I know now. <laughs> I'm so yeah. grateful that my children are as healthy as they are, to be honest. you know, um, and, yeah, and
2: also treating, and you look at, you know, 90-plus percent of patients are treated by T4-only preparations. And one study, they basically took um, the thyroids out of, Rats and they gave them T4 and escalating doses to titrate to what's normal. So they titrated their TSH and um, their T4 levels, free T4 levels in normal range. They found that it was impossible to give normal to get normal T3 levels inside the cell by by basically using straight T4 and titrating to what we're taught to titrate to TSH and free T4. It just doesn't work. And so all these people are on T4, and the doctor says, you're fine, you're fine, this is perfect. Oh, wow, you're right on the button, you know. And But they're not testing what's how much T3 is in the cell. And they're showing that they're all low. So really it shows that the standard procedure for replacing thyroid in this country is wrong.
1: Right. My father has been on 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 levothyroxine his whole his whole entire life. I think he was put on it in 1950. And um, you know, my father for the most part has done well, but he had a couple bouts of prostate cancer, you know, a couple heart issues and you know, he's almost 90 now, but my dad started to get very confused, you know. Um, and they were saying well, your father's 89 and you know, that's just part of aging. And, and Dr. Holthoff, I'll tell you, I had to fight tooth and nail with that yeah. endocrinologist to test his T3. Fight yeah. tooth and nail to get that free T3 tested. And when they did, you know, I finally said, you know, this is, this is, you know, borderline criminal that you would just chalk this up as aging and not even test the thyroid. Anyways, long story short, my father's thyroid came out below normal below wow. low normal. And the doctor, you know, just did a just a teeny tiny bump up of um of his, I think it's love with the rocks he takes, but and he became so much clearer and thought like he was right back and I was like, okay, so now I want to, you know, to, to even have him in a remotely healthy range of that free T3, but he refuses to do it. He says, "No, your you know, your dad is 89 and with the prostate cancer, we don't want any kind of rapid growth, and I'm just like, ah, oh, someone stick a How fork in it. Who is thyroid going to cause rapid growth? So it? difficult for me to. Well, he was like, you know, metabolism and the prostate cancer, and I'm like, no, no, seriously, like, but you know, my father was, you know, he's a very conventional medicine person, and. You know, he trusts the white coat and and the MD and, and, you know, but I was amazed at what that just that small increment of the the levothyroxine did to his cognitive, you know, process. I was like, I can't even imagine where he would be in a healthy range. You know what I mean? And he just barely came up above normal in that. And I was like, Dad, seriously?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's my own personal... Yeah, they just kind of write off over a certain age, like, oh yeah, well he's old. Let's not do this test. Let's not give him this treatment. It's crazy, right?
1: Right. But they'll put him on all kinds of, you know, um, cancer drugs and you know grants (laughs) for you know ten thousand a month. And I'm like, are you friggin' kidding me? Excuse me, but yeah, and and we're not going to put any emphasis whatsoever on the T3. It's, I would just, it's less, it would be less painful for me to stick my head through drywall at this point, to be
2: honest. <laughs> no, I'm picturing that man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: But it's, it's very frustrating. It's, it's so very frustrating. So, I mean, we, we are so incredibly grateful for you and doctors like you, Dr. Holtorf that are just saying, this is just not right. I love it. i I'm,
2: so yeah. grateful and so honestly. Have, uh speaking on that you know we have all our all these studies on uh our website the national academy of hypothyroidism nahypothyroidism.org. dot org and uh again we'll we'll be launching in april uh this program so it it should be you know um we'll have a number of uh guest speakers and as as well So help to listen to my to listen to me all the time and but really just go in depth and so you understand you know why why you're low and what you can do about it and what are the next steps. Hmm. I love it. I'm in. <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. I'll be yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can just, just go to that website and uh you just sign up and then we're uh, kind of getting things ramped up cuz time moves so fast. My gosh. You turn around it's 3 months later. So
0: before we let I you know, go, right? um, this has been fabulous. Before we let you go, anything besides that that's uh, new or exciting on the horizon for you? I mean, of course, it sounds like you got your hands full, but I always want you know, Tiffany I always want to ask and, and let you share with what share with us what's coming up.
2: Yeah, I've just been traveling and lecturing a lot, which which I enjoy. And then um, yeah, we're we're putting our forces kind of into these uh, training programs, and then. We're going to follow it up with a doctor training program in, from across the country. So when we do the when we do the patient ones, there's doctors that they're set right right into. Awesome, that that's you can, so you amazing. You'll have to go on average, of in our in our studies, we found that it was on average seven point two positions before they got us, and without any improvement. And then in our studies, wow. they had significant improvement after the fourth visit. Yeah.
1: So we want these physicians to take that course. <laughs> we could yeah, always hand yeah. our docs a little little note that says, you know, he's offering this.
2: <laughs>
1: I would really love no. it if you could, you know, he's amazing.
2: No. Yeah, no, we we appreciate it, and even their response to that is is telling. If they if they look at it and go, oh, this is interesting, absolutely, you know, probably pretty good doc. At least they're open minded, and we find it's interesting. You know, the ones the more closed minded a doctor is. The, the less he, he or she knows, that's a pretty good consistent statement. So if they're like, no, this can't be, you know, it means they do, they know one thing, you know, like uh, in that area. So uh, you know, try to stay away from this black and white doctor. It should be open for you to see other other doctors. If you, if you want to get a second opinion and you think you're going to offend the doctor, if he's offended, you don't want him anyways. But most doctors they should. Are not they should condition. want
1: to be participant in your healing.
2: Ex And um, actually, that that is exactly true.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh we love you, Dr. Holtorf. Everything you do,
2: we just we're so grateful. Yeah. Great. Thanks a lot. Love. Love being on. Keep it up. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All talk right, to you later. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: Oh, you know, every time he comes on, it's better and better. That that man is just – he does so much for patients it's inc- and for physicians
0: too. He's incredible. I'm just shaking my head because all that was know, so cutting right? edge. And A lot of it was obviously, you know, over my head. I, I, and, <clears throat> and a lot of the time I was just sitting here thinking, holy moly, like <laughs> this isn't anything <laughs> – most people even know about or know to ask about. And, and we don't even really kind of know how to ask questions about it. It's so new and cutting edge and amazing.
1: You know, and isn't it crazy? Like 20 years from now, peptides will probably be a common language. You oh, know, I know. Peptide treatment. I'm I'm so excited. Like, I just want to, like, grab my laptop and go curl up in bed and be like, you know. <laughs> Start learning. <laughs> right? I do. Well, I'm in. I'm in. that's totally affordable. And I want to hear. That's that's just amazing he's amazing and and um yeah just love it And he's got some great blogs on healthy libido and and all that he's just he's just amazing <clears throat> i'm a big fan
0: oh. oh me too and he's going to dubai <laughs> to, to do all these talks so to me you know like i love when um the doctors we have on are so passionate about what they do and learning more you know um dr karazian you know there's just it makes you feel like, you know, we're not alone. It makes you feel like they're out there trying to to work for us. And that's kind of what you want all the doctors to be like. It, you know, it's unfortunate that they're not, but it makes you, you know, um, hopeful. Well, you want your doctor
1: to be like that. You know, medical truths and medical education is continually changing. Do you know what I'm saying? It's getting better and better and better. So any any physician that's stuck in that whole one and you're done or, you know what I'm saying, is just it's, it's practicing dark age medicine. It's just, you know,
0: oh, I mean, oh, they should 100%. be excited
1: about new information coming up and, and better ways to help your patients heal. And, you know what I mean? They should be excited about that. I, I mean, if I, I was a physician, just, I would be. I would, I would be, be like, excited you know, too. Chomping at the um, bit.
0: And, and, you know, just to kind of change gears, just a dash. I mean, and then you hear, you know, about cancer. And I know they've done a lot of amazing things. And and I can't say that if something happens to me or my family or some friends that I'm not going to want to go and get some advice from, a you know, an oncologist. You know, just get some really good information. But the pharmaceutical part of that and the treatment plan for people with cancer, all cancers. Big business. isn't. It's big business. And it's frustrating it's because you business. want them to say, you know, why don't you go home and drink some orange juice? Because I hear that's, you know, going to help, or whatever it is. They they go straight to, they go straight to chemo, and I just, I mean, that just tears up your immune system, your lymphatic system. Well, I look mean, at Dr. <sighs> Gonzalez. You know, you're
1: talking about a Sloan Kettering change. You know, um, oncologist. And, and eventually ended up treating with, you know, pancreatic enzymes and dietary changes and, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it worked. It worked.
0: <laughs> I know. You hear Kelly Brogan, you know, that
1: doesn't prescribe for depression right. and all of these mental health issues. It works. And I had to giggle. I had to just giggle. And I want to go back and read it again. But Medscape, of course, came out recently with, you know, can diet cure an illness or something like that, the, 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 title on it and I thought here they go mm-hmm. the fuck back on it you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying I mean you just can't you just can't deny that they're going to have to change medical education to include that any diabetic any thyroid patient knows that lifestyle plays a huge role in their wellness
0: that's, well, it that's pretty beyond your physician huh? it's like the role is lifestyle health is. diet you know nutrition sure. that's that's it. There's not, not, not even like a, that should just be it. You don't even have to have a term for it. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Well, I mean, me we it's... should
1: look at it as preventative, too. I mean, mm-hmm. gee whiz. I mean, you know, we, of course, you and I end up, you know, ill and then learning more. And then, but but you look at different countries and they teach nutrition and you know, lifestyle and, and stress coping mechanism. For God's sake, you have countries that cover massage under their health care. You know, right. the, the way to stay well, to be well, you know, starts from, from birth, the education for that. They don't wait until we get sick. They, they no. start being well from the beginning. That paradigm has to shift.
0: Well, let's see. Who was it? Allison Jones. She's a fabulous uh, thyroid advocate, helps me a lot. And she's in Australia, I believe. And she was saying, "Oh yeah, acupuncture, massage, you know, physical therapy, all of it's all of it's included." Right.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, my gosh, seriously. But see, the financial paradigm is changed. Like the you know, the government makes money by keeping people well, not make mm-hmm. money by, by people being ill. That has mm-hmm. to shift. Mm-hmm. We will never see. You know, um, well, it it looks like eventually you're going to have concierge medicine, and you know, people aren't going to stop seeing their physicians. Physicians are going to have to change the way they do their work, because I mean, we see it all the time. How many people? Or the
0: universities are going to have to change the way they teach.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's a whole nother show. You got to go back to medical education, and that just all roots back in a couple very wealthy families.
0: I know, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Really smart.
0: And if I was a, if I was a, a descendant a from one of their situation. families, if I was a descendant from one of those those families, I mean, I'm such a, you know, shout from the rooftop kind of person. I'd be like wanting to buck the system and go, are you sure we can't add this in? And are you sure we can't change our focus? And, cause That's doesn't blood seem money. Like, I mean, it, it certainly serves I mean, I our yachting blood money. purpose. Huh? It serves our wouldn't yachting purpose. <laughs> I said I said but it serves our yachting purposes but but not really, you know, for the the future of health and things and people and my friends and my family. Uh right. but yeah, I guess that's not gonna happen I guarantee At you they're not going through the McDonalds drive through. No, they're not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so they don't even not. need their own paradigm. <laughs> no. Oh gosh. It's not funny. Her- it is not funny.
0: No. no. <laughs> and um uh, and you know, I love that we laugh, I love that we giggle, I love you know, people may think it sounds silly and there may be two some people that are just, you know, kind of too serious and maybe this isn't the show for them, but, but I I think that laughing well. no, they may not feel well, but I think laughing and you know, like he said something and I laughed during the what he said because it was just so out there. And he kept saying, This is crazy or it's crazy. I mean, he felt the right. same way and um I don't know, laughing's good medicine, so we're gonna keep doing things the way the way we do it and i, I love that you laugh because it, it makes me feel good it makes me feel upbeat about something that so can be so dark and depressing so laughter helps me you know feel a little bit cope. better about about things and cope thank you that's yeah me too Hope. it's so. an
1: awesome coping mechanism i mean laughter is extremely healing i mean that's actually fairly well documented to be honest
0: maybe we should find a laughing doctor Changes and, the
1: physiology
0: and get them on hey, the well, show, Patch right? Hey, well, Patch
1: Adams, Patch Adams oh, was that original. That's where that all came from, in, and yeah. in critically ill children. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm sticking with it.
0: <sighs> me too. <laughs> you can find all things, um, Dr. Kent Holtorf at Holtorf Med, and I believe he said the uh, National Hypothyroidism website, right? N A.
1: Right, N H. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me pull it up and see. But it's
0: N A. Hyphen hypothyroidism.org. No, National Academy.
1: Um, it may be written out. Hang on a second. National
0: Academy of Hypothyroidism. Okay, well I'll move on while you do that. Okay. And thank our listeners because we do this for you. And. As of this moment, Tiffany and I do not get paid, and we pay for the show. We are actively looking for sponsors, so in the future that will change, but we are coming up on two years, so we do this for you. We yeah. thank you for listening, and we, um, we are glad that you enjoy the shows. Enjoy us every week. If you, and okay. if you do feel like jump, jumping in and, and going to iTunes, we'd love some reviews, and uh, tell us what you think. Yep, we can
1: only get better with your reviews. So. That's right. Um, it's n a hypothyroidism dot org n a hypothyroidism dot org that's the national right. academy of hypothyroidism ton of information there um, <clears throat> yeah exactly be sure to check out thyroid Nation essentials at thyroidnation.com, dot com just a wonderful healthy synthetic free products uh that will make you feel good and keep everything natural and we love it. We hope you do too.
0: Yep, and I see a bunch of claims, you know, from people's different essential oils and things, you know, paleo and gluten free and soy free and phthalate free, phthalate free, and all. I mean, products right. are the same. They are very clean and good for your skin.
1: free, soy free is a, is a big one because vitamin E is eighty percent soy. So our vitamin E is a sunflower derived, and that is a big one, in my
0: opinion. Yep, that's a big yep. one. Yep, I agree. So. We need to we need to talk about that. We need to be telling people that because that's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> and we also have a new product launching called Brain Chill. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we love our Brain Awake inhaler. Our nasal, inhaler, nasal inhalers are our best sellers, and and we love mm-hmm. it. And so check it out. We're excited. Make sure to follow Super us on Instagram at thyroidnation.com and all the social media platforms and we also have a great Facebook group Hashimoto's uh, and Graves talk show you can just type that into Facebook and you'll find us we promote each guest for the next week that's coming up and we highlight and showcase them and of course it's supportive and there's lots of questions you can ask and people are in there for
1: for you Mm -hmm. most importantly Dana and I always want to remind you that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation you're never done caring for yourself you can't just take the pill and you're finished or you know you have to continually listen to your body be mindful of what it is telling you um, it is your own personal unique to you diagnostician and often uh, has an amazing things to tell you so you got to be paying attention listen. this
0: is dana your thyroid nation green katika
1: and Tiffany Milanich.
0: Bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united, we heal. Thanks, guys. See you next week. We have our Bye. anniversary show. We have our anniversary show next week with Dr. Aviva Ram and hopefully a, sp- a few special guests. So join us. Thanks. Yay. Okay. Bye. Have a
1: wonderful week. Bye.